loss for the Nationals. Patrick Corbin, 11 hits over six innings. Only gave up four and runs, though. Shook out three. Corey Abbott absolutely was phenomenal last night. Shook out two uh, in three innings. Did you know? Saved the bullpen here into this next series. Lane Thomas again, two-run bomb. Cabot Ruiz hit a nice double. Joey Manassas doubled. Uh, and, yeah, that's the series. Got swept. Not a whole lot to yeah. talk about there. Um, main takeaways from this series for me. Mm-hmm. The Marlins are just a better team this year. Like, it's not like the Nats had an awful series. You mentioned it. A lot of these big guys are swinging the bats. Uh, Lane Thomas hit two home runs in this series. Uh, he's he's been our big power guy this year, which mm-hmm. you know, not the greatest thing, but he hit two home runs in this series. And I mean, you you went through the list of all these people that are hitting the bats. The bats are working, and the starting pitching honestly wasn't. They they pitched a solid games. None of them were mm-hmm. like. Oh my God! This is a great game that you're gonna go back on and say, "Oh, he did great." But if you get those outings out of those guys every single time, you're not you're you're pretty happy with it, you know. Um, I mean, overall, the Nats. I mean, we, we just got beat, you know, when you get yeah. a five-hit game to Luis Arias in the in the first in the first one in the in the first game of the series, and then he comes back with. Uh, I thought he had more than one hit in the second game. But, you know, you give up six hits to a guy in a series when he only played two games. You know, that's not a... Recipe for success. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the Nats honestly played a pretty good series, other than the bullpen issues, which there's not really a great fix for that. But the offense and the starting pitching, I feel like they played pretty solid. They can always improve, but... It's not. It's not like they sucked at any part of in the series. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, you you're not gonna really win two games by you know scoring two runs nowadays. Uh, I am really impressed with what they did. Now, Sandy Alcantara hasn't had the best season, but to put up five runs against him over five innings is pretty nice. Braxton Garrett kind of shoved against us, uh, but you know, gave up, you know. Jesus Lazardo gave up two runs against the Nats. Uh, I think that there, you know, that's pretty good. Uh, I think, like you said, they didn't. They just got the Marlins just played better baseball. Really, that's what it comes down to. Right. There was no one glaring issue here for the Nats. The Marlins just beat them, mm-hmm. which is going to happen when you're rebuilding. But you know, there hasn't there hasn't been a lot of series since we've started this, where I can just say the other team just beat them. Uh, you know? Usually there's something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, also something I do want to point out, uh, Victor Robles coming off the IL, he had a hit in every one of the games. Yeah. Uh, which is huge. Uh, to see him continue to kind of push off where he left off and just keep getting hits. I understand it's just singles, but, you know, Victor Robles is hitting 290 in mid-June. Uh, I'm pretty happy with that result there. What did you Before we get into the next series, speaking of Victor Robles, why did uh, did you think Alex Call was the 
uh, right person to send down? Uh, was there someone else you would have rather seen as the replacement out there? Uh, was that, what do you think of that move right there? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was kind of the, they fill similar roles. And I think, you know, Victor Robles, he's kind of been, you know, he's the more the major league proven guy. Uh, a lot of people I know were upset by the move, like demoting Alex Call. But, I mean, he's had a couple clutch hits, but, I mean, he hasn't been all that impressive this year, you know? He's hitting 209 for 299 on base, and it's 291 slugging. You know, it's hard to be a valuable player uh, when you do that. Now, I mean, I'm going to go double-check here, but, I mean, I think he's been better than Victor Robles defensively so far this year. Uh... Yeah, he probably is. Victor Robles isn't having the best defensive season. Uh, he's just not getting a good jump and good reads on the ball still. Uh, yeah, Alex Call has uh, is 97th percentile and outs above average right now, uh, which, you know, what is that? He has six outs above average so far this year, uh, which is pretty good. Uh, so, we lose out on some defense, but... I think the offensive upside of Stone Garrett, because it was kind of one of those two, I'd rather have Stone, personally. I was thinking, and I, I know they don't play the same exact role, but Corey Dickerson, I know he's been hitting a little better, but I thought that was the decision, because they need Stone Garrett for lefties, uh, or that's how they've been playing him. Mm -hmm. um, well, Stone Garrett's the, opposite, the other part of that platoon there. Right. Uh... I mean, I doubt Corey Dickerson is still on the lineup August 2nd, or on the team August 2nd, whether that's via trade or just him getting released. Uh, but, yeah. Alex Call will be back up in the big leagues at some point this year. Uh, it's just he kind of just has to wait. Uh, there's just, you know, the Nats kind of gave themselves, uh, had too many outfielders there. Uh, I mean, we knew that coming into the year, there was just too many, too many people uh, out in the outfield, and Alex Call just happens to be the guy who gets demoted. All right. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add about the Marlins series, or did you want to? No, I think that's it. All right. So heading into the next series, the Nationals will be hosting the Cardinals. Uh, First game is today at 4.05. Your pitching matchup will be Jack Flaherty taking on Josiah Gray. Uh, game two on Tuesday will be uh, Jordan Montgomery facing uh, Mackenzie Gore. And the final game of the series on Wednesday will, will be between Miles Mikolas and uh, Trevor Williams. Uh, we have the top three of our rotation going against a... Uh, very disappointing uh, Cardinals team. Uh, I like I like a lot of these matchups. Um, I mean, our top two guys going against their top two guys, I like a lot. Uh, we've talked a lot in this show about how the Nats are really good against uh, hitting against lefties uh, and against Jordan Montgomery in Game Two. That's another another opportunity to just. Uh, you know, hit a lefty. Uh, I, don't know, I think the Nats have the pitching advantage in most of these games, if not all of them. 
Yeah, I mean, I think Jordan Montgomery uh, and uh, Miles Miklas have been both been solid this year. Uh, it's it's gonna be interesting. I don't know. It's the Cardinals are such a weird team right now with how they've been performing. Right. I mean, they go out uh, yesterday and put up what was it nine ten runs against against the Mets and couple days before that and you know I mean you just see how their record is now uh they're very on and off yeah I mean uh let's see here uh Jordan Montgomery's tied for ninth uh in F4 uh in the National League Miles Mikolas is 17th so two solid guys for them uh going but I mean, I would say the pitching matchup kind of favors them just because Mackenzie Gore and Josiah Gray are still kind of working out some kinks. They're not quite finished products yet. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting series. Uh, I think it's still going to be rough, though, just because, I mean, sure, the pitching kind of levels out, but, I mean, when you look at the lineups, I think there's no yeah. comparison there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just if you just read it, it's it's not fun. You know, you have uh, Goldschmidt coming off an MVP season, uh, Nolan Arenado, who was also top of the MVP, Jordan Walker's back in the majors. He has an 11-game hit streak right now. Uh, he's hit safely in 13 of his 15 games since he got called back up. Um, so he's doing his thing again. Hey, you still got. Uh, Wilson Contreras, who's always a uh, a threat in the batter's box, and I mean that entire lineup is just—it's a it, deep lineup. This, it's it's not it's not that different from last year's lineup, you know. Uh, and you saw what they were able to do offensively last year, so I mean they could wake up at any moment. I mean the bats are there. Uh, you know they're twelfth in the league at scoring runs, uh, which isn't terrible. You know that's above average lineup uh, uh, and they have you know their six in home runs uh, it's just kind of the other things you know taking their walks stuff like that that they've kind of been struggling with but you know, that pitching is going to be the big nightmare the other big thing that's kind of weird with them uh, when you look at just how they are as a team their defense has been like abysmal this year I don't know if you've seen that uh they're 23rd uh, in the league in team defense uh, by outs above average. In fact, the Nationals are better than them, which you know is kind of a surprise to me uh, yeah. because of how defensively challenged the teams have been these past few years. But you know, Luis Garcia's turned to leaf at second. Alex Call being as good as he was out in center, it it makes sense. I mean, yeah. Um... That was one of the things that's really led to the Cardinals being as bad as they are this season, you know? Um, we could yeah. Point to a lot. That's just what it is. We could point to a lot of things. I mean, earlier in the season when we were like, what's wrong with the Cardinals? We were all talking about how much of an impact uh, Yadier Molina leaving had on them. Um, but it doesn't make sense why it's been the whole defense, you know? Yeah. It makes sense for why the pitching has struggled. But for the entire defense to just fall off a cliff like this, 
there's got to be some other reason that I just don't see. Yeah, I mean, I think really when you talk about like defense, I think that's huge. Uh, like I know we can flash back here to uh, was it 2021 when they signed John Lester? The Nats did. The Nats. Yeah. Yeah, it was 2021. So you know they brought in John Lester. Wasn't that great? They traded for him and J.A. Happ uh, at the 2021 deadline, uh, and they were both like really good pitchers for them. And part of that is, you know, they got these guys who kind of gave up weak contact and let the defense do its work, you know, and support the team. And they don't really have that right now. They have Tommy Edmond, who's a gold glove, like, infielder. Like, truly one of the best defensive infielders in all of baseball right now. They have him as their center fielder. Uh, so there's, you know, things aren't going too great out in St. Louis. Uh, when you have that guy playing center field, you have an infielder, you know, on the rounding third, you and I talk about how there's just so many outfielders and so many moving parts. It's like the Nationals on steroids, you know, where you have, like, all these really good outfielders, and you can't find playing time for them anywhere. And then you're putting your second baseman shortstop out there. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, I mean, this team, they're rostering... Two, three, four, five, six outfielders right now on their roster. And then they have Tyler O'Neill on the 60 day. So it's just, it's, yeah, it's rough in St. Louis right now. <laughs> but, I mean, they one thing for them that's going to be really huge, uh, Lars Nupar returns from the IL tonight. Uh, he's slated the bat third for them. Uh and, I mean, we saw him in the World Baseball Classic. We saw him last year. Lars Nupar is, one, great baseball name. Two, just an incredible hitter. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all pans out for them. Yeah. Uh, and if that provides an extra thump. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it will. You know, you get a guy like Lars Nupar back, you can't... Can't hurt. It's another outfielder, but it can't hurt. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's so many of them. There's so many. I mean, they have Oscar Mercado on their roster. <laughs> like, I don't know if you know who Oscar Mercado is, but that guy was, like, good for a year with Cleveland and then was out of the league almost. I don't know. Is there anyone on the Nats that you are looking to have a, a big series here? A big series? Uh... Probably Lane Thomas, you know. Uh, I mean, if the Lane Thomas can propel the Nats to a, a series victory here, I think that'd be kind of funny, you know. Uh, the former guy who was like, "Oh, we don't have room for him. Trade him away," uh, and then he just rakes with the Nats, a team that's rebuilding, and you know, beat a team that's supposed to be, you know competing for first in division and they're all the way at the bottom of the standings like that's not good I mean yeah it's just, it's just gonna be I'm expecting a lot of messy baseball uh but Lane Thomas hopefully has a good series here how about you um again uh I really I'm looking at Victor Robles we talked about him a little bit uh I want him to continue hitting 
you know? I want him to get at least at least two hits in this series, minimum. More than that would be great. Probably. Well, I, need, I, I just want him to I want him to keep swinging the bat, you know? Uh, he was missing for, what, a month? Yeah, he missed like 30 games, yeah. Uh, it's not easy just to jump right back in. And he he got, you know, he got a hit in, in his first three games. Um, and if he can continue that, I think that'd be huge for the Nats. Also, he needs to step up on defense because there were a couple of moments in the last series that he made a mistake. I remember one from yesterday's game. He, like, misplayed a single. And if... Uh, I think it was Jorge Soler. If he had run out of the box, he would have gotten one or two more bases. Uh, it's just he, you know, go back to the fundamentals on defense. Go because we've seen what he can do. You know, he's gold. He has the potential to be a Gold Glove caliber center center fielder. You know. Um, yeah, the thing with him, uh, he's weird. The thing with him that's extra weird. Uh, I mean, we talk about Victor Robles. The main thing you talk about, right, is his arm strength. Like, yeah, it's insane. He's got a cannon. Yeah. Uh, but you know, when it comes to defense, he's been this year. He's been below average defensively. In fact, he hasn't had a good defensive season since his first year in the big leagues, like his first full season in 2019. He hasn't had an above average, like a good season. I mean, he was solid last year. He was six outs above average, but that's not something you're looking for from your everyday center fielder who's supposed to be like a plus glove. Uh, with him, he just gets terrible jumps on the ball and terrible routes. Like, just... And that's the issue that he's having. In my opinion, at least. I believe it. Um, yeah, no, I just want to, I'd like to see him continue, uh, to get back. I mean, he was, he was hitting pretty good at the beginning of the season. I'd like to see him get back to that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you, we're going to game by game. Uh, what are you kind of thinking is going to happen here? Game by game. Game know, one, uh, Jack Flaherty against Josiah Gray later today. I, this could go one of two ways. Um, Josiah Gray pitched a couple times against the Cardinals. He hasn't looked the best. Uh, I think he has like an eight point. Uh, I yeah, there it is. Eight point six four ERA in two appearances. Two appearances against the Cardinals. Um, he's never gone more than five innings, and he's given up four runs both times. Uh, He, again, this was again. This was both last year, you know, when the before he added his cutter too. Right, uh, but I don't know. I, I I think it just depends on if he can get through this lineup. Uh, I think the I think the Nats can hit Jack Flaherty. Yeah, they can. He hasn't had the greatest season, really. He's he hasn't been great, um, but it's just whether or not uh, Josiah Gray can. Uh, Contain the Cardinals lineup. That's gonna make or break this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, game two, we talked about a little bit. Uh, the Nats like to hit lefties, but uh, Jordan Montgomery 
had a pretty solid has happened ha well, excuse me has been having a pretty solid season. Uh, a really good season. Yeah, I I don't know about that game. I love Mackenzie Gore, but I don't know about that game. Uh, and then I think game three is another toss up. We've talked about Trevor Williams. If he has control, like if he isn't walking people, and the Cardinals don't like to walk a lot, but if he isn't walking people, uh, I feel like it's another toss-up game right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I would be happy if we won a game here. Yeah. Uh, I think today's game... Was probably the most likely game to win. Uh, Josiah Gray, like you said, has had a rough time in the past, but I mean, he had a lot of rough starts against every team uh, before he added this cutter this offseason. Uh, and Jack Flaherty just genuinely has not been good this year. Uh, in fact, he's been bad. Uh, it's probably the best way of putting it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's been, like, you know, not hasn't been atrocious, but he has not been good. He's, you know, a five-starter at this point in his career right now uh, with how he's been throwing it. Uh, and, you know, we have a guy who can argue is one of our aces. Uh, so I, I think this is the game that you have to win. Uh, Kenzie Gore against Montgomery, two lefties. <sighs> St. Louis's lineup is just so right-handed heavy. Uh where I'd be surprised if they win that game. Uh, and Trevor Williams, I mean, like you said, if he's on, easy. That that game's close. If he's just a smidge off on Wednesday, it's hard to see them winning that game uh, without, like, yeah. the offense going crazy, which, I mean, they can do, but they don't do often, so. Yeah. No, I agree. I think we're pretty much on the same page here. Uh, let's go get at least one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, I don't know. It should be a close series, even if the Nats don't win a lot of games. I feel like, I feel like it's a pretty even matchup between mm -hmm. these two teams as they stand right now. Um, yeah, I mean they're both bad. Yeah. 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 I uh, mean, can't beat around the bush there. They're not great teams, you know. The record speaks for itself. <laughs> Both of these teams are on pace for like 90 losses, so you know. Not yeah. great. Not great at yeah. all. Uh, that's what we're looking like. Uh, anything can happen in baseball. Yeah. That is always important to remember. Anything can happen. So. Yeah. I think that's all we got for today. All right. Well, uh, have fun at work. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, and thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in to In the Clubhouse with the Nats Report. Uh, we have been your hosts, Jeremy Lapidus and... Hayden Raymer. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you at the next series. Yeah. Bye.